It's me, your boy, the sarcastic criminal, the hip-hop king of the north, and the three-eyed raven of rhyme. Here on April 1st, baby, April Fool's Day, Easter Sunday, Resurrection Day, whatever y'all want to call it, man. It's me, Grant Pharaoh, and I'm joined by the one and only, the profound conqueror, the mumbling mushroom Mr. The Future Elon Musk, Future Tech Genius himself. We got Bentley driving, Bentley Bug, in the building, making triple car payments because he's a high roller. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, that's hurting me, all right? <laughs> Stop lying, dude. All right, look, I'm going to start it because I know Bentley Bug, he's not going to tell the true story. No, I'm not going to tell the story. <laughs> I'm going to tell the story. So, Bentley Bug, so, you know, he talked about it before on the show. He got into a car accident, for those who don't know, and he, he went out and said, oh, well, fuck it, yo, I'm going to buy a Bentley instead of just a regular, a regular, what'd you have before? A Jag, right? Something like Something that. Something like that. You know what I mean? Just, I'm going to buy the Bentley truck because I need more space. His son's getting older. So he hits me up and says, yo, I just realized that I was been, I've been paying on on the, on the old Jag that he didn't even got no more instead of the new Bentley. So they was like, yo, you got to get caught up now. So the dude was like, yo, so I just had to drop the bread. Double payments. Like, dude is balling. That's hard, though, man. That's, that's hurting right now, man. My weekend wasn't. Those are shillings for you, man. Those are shillings. <laughs> and that's what you want to call them. Go ahead. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all. All y'all out there. Can't listen to everything great say. <laughs> Bro, come on, man. You're going to have the people not believing in me. I fuck a great heavy, but, you know, I'm just letting y'all know. It's 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 it's, it's, it's 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 not all it seems, man. It's not that real. Balling he is, and I got more baller stories, yo. But now, and we we gonna get into it. But book, man, tell us, man, what's good with you, man? What's been going on? How'd you treat your uh? How'd you treat your resurrection resurrection Sunday? So we're looking for a new church, really, man. So, um, our church that we used to go to, well, we don't go. We we haven't been to church in a while, and. So, and the reason why we haven't been to church in a while, I just realized that it's just it's just too damn far. We're just not going to be able to make it over there. So, uh, we we're officially in the process of looking for a brand new church. So we didn't go we didn't go to church this Sunday, which was like a first for me because I usually go to church all the damn time. So, um, uh, it was a little different. You know, we, I, you know, my son, he's still into Easter baskets for some reason. Well, I ain't gonna say for some reason. He's eight, right? So I mean, eight year olds probably should be into that, right? Still be wanting Easter basket. Yeah, I mean, like, I just didn't think that he would be into it. But you know, I was like, you know, he's eight. Let let, let him have one. So, um, I forgot. Totally forgot to buy Easter basket. I wasn't even thinking about Easter at all. Me too. So, um. This morning, morning I woke, I woke up, up. And I was like, cool, I'm going to go to Target and, uh, you know, grab some, you know, grab some little things and throw them in a basket and cellophane on it and call it Easter basket, right? So, with the Target, that shit is closed, bro. The South, the South, bro, the South, everything is closed, except for Walmart, right? <laughs> they don't play around, man. It's a holiday. 
Like, they do they not do play not around, around, bro. Grocery stores, stores are closed. Like, everything is closed. And I'm like, dang. Because I had told him. So I had told him, like, yo, um, we're going to get... Cause he, cause he, uh, he actually won our bracket challenge, our family bracket challenge. He, he beat me and my wife. So, um, so he, he wanted a, uh, his prize was a uh, magic set. So I was like, cool. I was like, since we get your Easter basket, get your magic set today. He was like, all right, bet. Went to Target, they closed. Went to the toy store to get the magic set, they closed. Went to the grocery store to get some Easter shit, they closed. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm not. <laughs> you come back home empty-handed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, went to, the, went to, went to fi- finally Walmart was open, so I got a bunch of stuff up there and whatnot. Gave me Easter basket. He was very happy. And um, yeah, man, I spent uh, yesterday, you know, just running around. We didn't get home till like twelve. I was just doing a bunch of running, a bunch of errands today. We were just outside all day playing like frisbee and football and things because it's nice in Atlanta right now. So what's the weather like up there? Because I know we had a pretty nice day up here, man. It was in like mid sixties. So today was hot, man. Like, so today was one of our first hot, nice days. It was like 75. You know, we, we, you, like by now in Atlanta, we've usually had a bunch of those, but this year, since y'all and Jersey keep getting some damn snow, we keep getting bad weather too. So it's been cold. It's been cold here. Got snow coming tonight. I know. And I'm, I'm mad because now, Tomorrow or Wednesday, or Thursday, I'm having to deal with 50 degrees, and that's not that's not the move. 50 degrees and rain or some shit, probably. Excuse me, I'm sorry to discomfort you, <laughs> Bruh, I'm used to I'm used to I'm used to like real real. I'm, so I've been down here for six years now. Um, I went to college down here, and I just came back in 2012. But I'm used to Thanksgiving to Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day. And that is 50, 60 degrees. We might get one to- one week or five days scattered of 30 degrees, and that's it. So this year, bro, we've got the whole month of February. We even got some of March. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where it was just cold. Yeah. Can't handle it, bro. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not about that life no more. No, I'm gonna let I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you live. I'm gonna let you live. You gotta let me live. You gotta let me live. One reason I'm in a good mood. <laughs> Cardi B dropped a new track. Ah, so boy, I'm happy you brought that up. Go ahead. What'd you think about it? Be careful, Cardi B. The the resident Cardi B stand. Yo, man, what? Stanatic, stanatic, <laughs> fanatic, stanatic. All I'm, I'm a stanaholic. All that. Yeah, I mean, Cardi B is gonna win. Every she's gonna win. She's shown more. She's shown another, uh, another type of flow, more versatility. She on that like that May style shit with this track, I think. And uh, she put, I, I think she put, she put Offset on notice. Like, yo, fam, get, 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 keep your shit together. I think this is an Offset track. This is for Offset. <laughs> Well, I hope it is for Offset because she she can she can do better than Offset, right? Bruh, come on. <laughs> of like, golly, man. And Offset, what are you doing, son? If you out there cheating on Cardi B, this is the Jay Z Beyonce situation. Why are you doing that, son? Yeah, chill. I looked, at, I looked at the chick that he was supposedly, you know, either got pregnant, had the baby with, or whatever. I don't think she's better than Cardi B. Also, Cardi B is not pregnant. Some side chick is pregnant. 
I haven't gotten any confirmation. I haven't looked into any confirmation on this on Cardi B, but apparently either the side chick had the baby or is pregnant with the baby right now. Mm. Well, whatever, man. Offset, bro. Chill, bro. Just chill. Cause she could do better than you, son. So he's way, <laughs> bro. He he needs to chill, cause you're tripping. He he is way above his league right now. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, but uh, by real talk, I think the track is dope. Um, it uh, what's it called? Yeah, so I, I think the beat is fly. The track is dope. Her flow is dope. Her content is on point. I think it's like I said, it's a straight warning. Let let cats know what it is, and dude, I think it's a hit. I think it's a nice song it's, to hear on the radio. I think it's more radio. It's not as radio friendly as Bodak Yellow was, but I think it's more radio friendly than Bardier Cardi. Yep. Definitely. I definitely. Definitely. Like, like Bardier Cardi is not a bad track, but it's not great for the radio. Yeah. And I think I think this one is definitely um, going to be a big hit. I think that it could be everywhere. Um, I think she's going to. I think she'll probably hit. I don't know if she'll hit number one with this one, but I think she'll get pretty high on this one on the Billboard charts. I doubt if this will go number one because it's too specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah, specific. Yeah, I mean, she's talking to someone. Like I said, I think it's offset, but I think it's a little too specific. That uh, uh, that I think for those who don't go through it, it could possibly uh, I don't want to say alienate because that's too extreme, but it could it could push them to the to the outs on it. Absolutely. Um. So now that you said that, <clears throat> um, um, you know what I noticed about this song? Okay. Oh, here you go. No, no, <laughs> it's not really. <laughs> I noticed how uh, how just good Ty Dolla Sign, Drake, um, BJ the Chicago Kid are at doing these fucking hooks, son. Like, like, like they make it look so easy. They do it, and it just looks like it's like I could do that. This shit right here made me like, damn. She need Ty on there. She need Drake on there. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's the only thing that she need on this song. You get, you get. On this kind of record, I want to hear. Like, really, on this kind of record, I'd love to hear, like, um, even though I know they got a lot of controversy going give me Trey songs or Chris Brown on the hook. Yeah. Like, I think between those two would be perfect on this hook. Yeah, I mean, some somebody she needs something like that on this on this song. Like, so she's just a little too raw, and I mean, she she her experience game ain't that crazy. So she's a little bit too raw on the hook, and some part in certain parts of the song, she's need to she need a little more polish. And I was talking to my wife, and she was like, "Nikki could do that song." I was like, "No, Nikki can't do that song better." Only thing that Nikki can, only thing that Nikki would have did on this song was she would have put Drake on the hook yeah. and that and that would have made it way better and that's and, that, and that's all that's all Cardi need is some polish she needs some polish around some parts in the, in the um 
in the um, in the verses that like, you know she kind of slowed it down she kind of tried to say some things together and it didn't work for me but i get i still like the song um and the hook she did the hook to the best of her ability but man ty ty would have laced it and you'd be like oh that's flawless basically yeah you know it, and, it, and, it, and it made me it made me have a new appreciation for them cats that do it and make it look like it's nothing that make it look like it's nothing but then you realize when you don't have it is you get yeah that it's gonna peak and then yeah this but see this this song as it is right now is primed for a remix oh yeah and that remix is gonna be sick that remix is gonna have remy ma on it it's gonna have a bunch of like it's gonna have the right if she does that remix right it's gonna have the right voices on it and it's gonna be official yeah do i know who i want to hear spit on this beat with her luda okay you went there i was gonna say i want to hear young and may on this beat with her ah uh, i don't know young i get you she would, she would, she would do a good job. Yeah. She definitely would. I, did, I get you on that. Luda would be silly though. Luda would just. But I want to hear Luda. Luda demolish <laughs> a beat like this. Yeah, he would. He would demolish it. He's one of my, he's one of my top underrated MCs, Luda. I don't know why people look over him sometimes, but they do. On, cats sleep on the south because you know, I remember Luda was kind of like the beginning of the south. Uh, I don't want to say coming back. Yeah, you want to say resurgence or like insurgence? It wasn't when they first really started blowing up. I mean, so I think that's why cats sleep on uh, Luda because they don't they don't appreciate they don't realize what he really did in the game. He he legitimized yeah. South as actual like spitters. Yeah, and not just you know nursery rhymers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so he slept on that. Super. <laughs> Um, you you understand about your girl Cardi B? I know you can't wait for an album to come out. Oh man, oh man, I, I am hyped. I'm hyped. We are not doing a full album review for that. Do we got to do a? Full <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you have to do a full. Yo, bro, Cardi B has anticipated album of 2018. Not doing her album will be like like not doing Jay Z's album. You know, nah, I mean, of course, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you because I know you. I know you're a big Cardi B stand. I was like, I was like, let me say this to him just to get his blood boiling. I do, I do, I do, man. I do the album review alone. You do by yourself. <laughs> I don't want to be on that show. I'll do that really. No, I, I fuck with Cardi B heavy, man. Like I hope, like I hope she gets. All the stuff that's coming to her, man. All the all the all the good things, none of the bad things. That's that's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, oh man, you know, because I want to just jump right into this album. We finally bringing y'all the Prime Two album review, Royce to Five Nine, and DJ Premier. But uh, before I do it, man, I I wasn't gonna talk about it, but I think we should. The whole fabulous thing. So I was gonna say that I was I was gonna say that we have to we got to get into that before we do anything. Um, fabulous, fabulous has uh, been accused of you know, sexual. I mean, I mean, not sexual. Um, domestic violence. Domestic, yeah. Yeah, domestic violence. Um, uh, knocking the girl's teeth out, black eyes, and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, have we have we seen any pictures of his long? Uh, just in, mind you, this is his longtime girlfriend, loving hip hop's Emily B. 
So, so have we seen pictures of her at all? No, no, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't seen pictures of her. I didn't know who she was. I, I mean, like, I don't, I, I can't keep track of all these people that pop up with names. You know what I'm saying? Like Emily B. Motherfucking, uh, what's the other motherfucker that was from the, from um, from the last season of Love and Hip Hop? Erica Mena. Like, who is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, like all these people. Uh, uh, Chi- Black China. Um, Johnny, um, Johnny Blaze, like, 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 it's like, like shit. shit. I can't, I can't like, like, <laughs> like, they aren't they artists, aren't artists right? right? Well, I know Emily B is, well, basically, is Fab's girl, and I think she, if my mom's saying she's a stylist. Yeah, and it's it's just it's just like I can't keep track of everybody that pops up on Love and Hip Hop. It's just too many motherfuckers. But um, so I didn't see any pictures, but I did see a video of him cussing out like. Like it was, it's it's him, it's her, it's her dad, and she's clearly scared of this dude, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it looked from what I can understand that he supposedly in that video where he's spazzing out like that, uh, he has a blade in his hand. Yeah, yeah. I think he's oh boy ready to uh, ready to uh, slice and dice, slash and dash. Something, something, man. Like I don't know what is up with that dude, but all I know all is I that, know that um, I hope, I hope that. that you know, so she can she get out of the situation, situation ASAP, ASAP. You know, like she she needs she needs. Hopefully, she can find her way out of the situation. I know it's not always that easy. I know it's not. I know it's always easier said than done. But hopefully, she can figure out a way to find or find a friend that can get her out of that situation as fast as possible. Because if he's doing that, fam, like he needs to get checked and she needs to get the fuck out. But I will say, and um, I am prepared to delete if this comes out wrong. Uh, so y'all probably won't even ever hear this. That's so cool. <laughs> uh, from watching that video, it seems like Fab had a hot button pushed. No, there was something. something so, so from he was like, "How dare you have him in my house?" So it feels like there was a hot button pushed that um, perpetuated the reaction, which was wrong. I'm just saying, I would like to know the uh, what what does Steve, what's the term Stephen A. used that got him kicked off the radio? The elements of provocation. So what I think, what I think, well, what I've heard happen is that um, um, she called her dad to come over the house where they were staying at to take all the Fabulous guns away. That's what, yeah, I, that's I, what heard I heard is the, the this is the reason why we have this video and this whole altercation is that, that the, the, the dad, dad came to take the guns, take which, which would, which will, uh, which I understand why he's upset because it's like, all right, cool. Why are you coming over my house taking my shit? Get that. But if he, if like, if this is how he acts, like if this, if this is the type of anger that he shows towards that chick, it's, it's all bad. Like you know what I'm saying? Like this, 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 this can't do anything but hurt. Then her wanting his guns gone is just even more validated. Yeah, basically. Like if this is what she's worried about for him with him having guns, it's like, dude, you just proved the point. Them shit shouldn't be there. Like, I didn't know that. Exactly. Extra research into the story. I just know Fab turned himself in. It was a big letdown because uh, Fab is one of them cats. That I think. Uh, I said I followed Love and Hip Hop for a brief time because I just thought it was like supreme. It was my one source of ultimate supreme Negro ratchetness. 
Yep. So I followed it heavy, uh, and then, uh, like I said, now Cardi B was on it, and it was heaven, and now that Cardi B's going, I don't watch Love and Hip Hop no more. But, um, and I only watch New York, so I don't want no cats trying to uh, check my card. I only watch New York, and I watched it with Tim's on, so I was legit. There you go. Yeah. But, um, whatchamacallit, uh, her relationship with Fab when they were on um, Love and Hip Hop was, was, a, was an off one. You know what I mean? Like, he wouldn't show up. He refused, you know, he refused to be on camera. He wouldn't show up to stuff. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't trying to be a part of the love and hip-hop lifestyle that, I guess, would, you know, that would have been required. And, but, like, he turned it around. He started showing up to, like, events. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even, like, the Instagrams and, and his Facebook, po- you know what I mean? He does a lot more family-oriented stuff. You see a lot more posts of them two together coming from him rather than just from her. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it just sucks, man, to see, like, you know, a relationship that seemed like it was, you know, good from the outside go, you know, so bad. And that's where that's that's where that's where I don't have a lot of information. I don't know how they were or how they are in their relationship other than the stuff I've heard over the weekend and this video. That's all I know about their whole situation. So I'm coming in a terrible time. You know, like, you know, like <laughs> I'm coming in. Like I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any of of the good stuff. If there is any good stuff. Uh, well, uh, nah, man. Uh, just for their situation, man. I hope they um figure out whatever it is needs to be figured out. If she, you know, she got a well seven. I think what they say seven punches like straight to the face. Yeah, she got to get the fuck out of there, man. Yeah, I don't say. I don't think there is no. Oh, uh, we gonna fix it type of. No, there's no fixing it. There's, she gotta get the fuck out of there. She gotta figure out. Yeah, she gotta figure out how to get out of there. That's all. That's all. I mean, figure that out. Figure out how the kids, how the kids' situation is gonna work. And yeah, whoever's her friend, whoever's her family, whoever listens to her, whoever she listens to, needs to step up. Like right now, like hey, like come on, you come with me. You got, you gotta do it. That this is the time. Do it. All right, man. But now let's uh, let's keep it, let's keep it moving, man. Yo, we gonna move right into the uh, let's get into it, man. We talk cool. Prime Two, man. Prime Two, DJ Premier and Royster Five Nine, and uh. Over okay, eating dinner, son. Yeah. Late dinner, late dinner, son. What kind of Easter dinner you got going on, man? Um. So we got, we got flank, flank steak, steak with um, some like some like broccoli, broccoli, potatoes, potatoes and, and peppers, peppers and stuff like that. Like that. It's good. High roller, high roller. <laughs> He flew, out to, he flew out here to Ruth's Chris so he can get steak. <laughs> what the Whole Foods, man? Oh, Whole Foods? You didn't help. <laughs> yeah. Whole- so, so what's crazy is that we so all the stores are closed today, basically. And, and all the stores are open. open. All the stores all that, were, that open, were open, like the Kroger and, and everything that was open. That's where we primarily shop. We stop at Kroger. Kroger. We don't shop anywhere else. Either Kroger or the farmer's market because it's cheap. Anyway, so none of the Krogers around this area, with the four Krogers, none of them had flank steak, so we was pissed. We went to the little upscale store, like Sprouts. They didn't have flank steak. I'm like, what the fuck? Only person that had, only people that had flank steak was uh, Whole Foods. So I was like, alright, fuck this. You gotta give them Whole Foods. Now, I didn't get as much as I wanted to get because Whole Foods is expensive as fuck. But, I didn't think you... I didn't think you I didn't even think you shop for your own food. 
Hmm. Well, I guess when you go out there every once in a while, when you actually go out and do it, you realize how pricey it actually is out here. No. So what happened was, so we did, so we did do our regular internet shopping. We went to go pick up the food, and they was like, "Yo, we ain't got no flank steak." So that's what set off all of the shit <laughs> to running around to grocery stores. <laughs> Oh, man, yo, man, real quick, before we get into the album, my bad, man, I got I to I gotta explain the, uh, the, uh, my latest story, and Boog reminded me how baller he is, and I don't even realize it yet. What the hell did I do now? <laughs> so, I hit up Boog, right? I'm like, yo, Boog, man, yo, I got this new laptop. This new laptop is all right, but it ain't great. I'm going to need something a little more powerful. And mind you, Boog, as usual, always tries to upsell me, get a Mac. Like, bro, even refurbished, I ain't got Mac money right now. But it's cool. We keep talking. So that's that's one thing. He always tries to upsell me on Mac because he's balling. He's got like four of them. But it's cool. Uh, so then I'm like, yeah, I might get this. I might get this. I was like, the main thing I need is I got to get an – I'm thinking, you know, I said, yo, I got to get an external hard drive. <laughs> you talking about that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I need like a terabyte. I know so where you're going with this. About, so I don't got to worry about nothing. And he's like, yo, wait, get an external hard drive. Bro, what you need to just get is you need to get a um, get the little cloud, you know, just get cloud storage. It's like $2.99 a month. Me, I don't want to add no monthly bill, even if it's $2.99, because I'm not bothered like book. So I'm like, yo, I can, he was like, you can get 100 gigs for like three dollars a month i'm like or i could spend like 35 40 dollars and i can get a terabyte and i can have that for like the next 10 years and he's like 35 40 dollars you know where, where you find that at i'm like amazon walmart Go, you know i google it they right there then you know a terabyte external hard drive ain't that much money anymore of course bug He's talking about some, oh, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm like, what are you thinking of? He's like, I'm thinking of like a satellite hyperdrive because that's what I'm thinking about getting. So no matter where I am, he's like, basically a satellite just follows him around and saves all his data for him. Nigga Boog is balling. <laughs> it's not a satellite hyperdrive. It's a motherfucking in-home cloud. So basically... You can say so basically my son has a laptop now because the school that he goes to makes him do homework on the internet. So we had to so we had to buy this little motherfucker laptop. Don't some bullshit. Like he's eight. Like you don't need a fucking laptop. Anyway. Um so I got a laptop, my wife got one, my son got one. So, you know, we got a bunch of you know, we got a bunch of videos and pictures and my son got a tablet now and you know he's eight, so he's just like taking pictures and videos of every fucking thing, no matter what or how ugly and terrible it is. You know, you know how kids you know kids don't know how to take pictures and videos. They just be they put record and you see, like, their feet for, like, an hour, right? It's falling. That's how they do it. <laughs> so, um, I was like, I need a place to save all of this shit that we have, you know? So, I was like, I'm going to give me a, a, a home cloud drive. That's all I've been looking at. And they're like, they're expensive as fuck. They're like $300 for a terabyte. So, when he was talking about external, that's all my mind was because that's all I've been looking at is that. And I forgot that, oh, yeah, you can just get a, a plug-in one for, like, 40 bucks. That there's regular stuff out there. Because I wasn't looking at that. 
he forgot, oh man, this is what regular people do. <laughs> and that's even what he said. He was like, you he said just like that, oh you want one of them things you gotta plug in? Like he was disgusted that I was gonna plug that shit in. Oh shit. <laughs> Mind blown. He out here looking at Elon Musk satellites that follow him around and just upload information straight to his brain. And I <laughs> something that can store, you know what I mean, store a couple episodes of the show. Real talk, like, real talk, y'all. I know I know. Greg got a story for y'all every week. And we just talk on a regular. And, and it's almost, almost got to the point, to point where, where every time, time we have a conversation, conversation I, say I say some, some shit, shit that made him be like, like, see? see? <laughs> <laughs> every time we talk, at least once a week. I'll be like, I just be talking. I don't even be saying nothing crazy. Trust and believe. I don't say nothing crazy. I don't even be trying to do anything. And he pulls something out of what I said. That's the point. And it don't got to be anything crazy. He'll pull something out. Balling this shit ever. And sometimes I don't even know what he be talking about. And it be so humble. But I be listening like, yo, he don't even realize how dope that is. And that's what he out here doing? Like, fam. Like, you see how casual he was when uh, when uh, Soul talked about the McLaren. Like, he was like, oh, yeah, I got one of those, too. Dude, you got a McLaren. You got a, a $300,000 car. Like, come on, man. Just be a little more like, yeah, I got a McLaren out here in these streets. You know what I mean? That's, that's drop the mic shit. And he treats it like, like hey, yeah, I got a McLaren. Yeah. I do all right. Like, no, nah, you don't do all right. You do great. You buy a satellite so you can upload information, like, directly from your brain. Dude, you're balling. By the way, my the steak my wife hook is off the hook. My son is is my son likes it, so I know it's good. Or he's not a steak eater. Um, kinda. My my son, you know, he's eight. You know, no eight year olds don't don't eat shit. But what he does does eat. he does eat that 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 uh mind boggles me every time he eats one. He likes brisket sandwiches. <laughs> Like he will tear a barbecue, barbecue brisket, brisket sandwich, sandwich the fuck up, which is crazy to me because he don't really don't eat really stuff like that. Like but he, somehow, somehow he tasted a brisket sandwich one day and he was like, like "Bruh, this is it!" Like every time we go barbecue, barbecue, they ain't got brisket sandwiches. We leaving. Don't even talk to me. T is balling. T is dope. Yeah. Yeah, no more that little kid's chicken, chicken, chicken fingers, bro, brisket, brisket sandwich. sandwich. And like, and, 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 the, and the servers be like, "Are you sure you want that?" <laughs> You'd be like, "Yeah." I want my sauce on the side. I don't want my sauce. Basically, I want my sauce on the side. I don't want the sauce on the brisket. I like to dip the sandwich in the sauce. If that's what's up. That's dope. All right, man. Yo, we about thirty-five minutes in, man. Let's let's just jump on this, man. We got Prime Two book, man. You ready to read those editor's notes for Prime Two? Royster Five Nine, DJ Premier. All right. So, Prime Two. As hip hop's landscape changes, it's tempting for older heads to wonder what happened to real rap. Prime are only concerned with leading by example. The duo of DJ Premier and Royster Five Nine bring boom bap beats and concrete flows with all the. With all the flavor, but none of the salt. That's whack. Anyway, uh, streets that night and rocket will please primo fans hungering for perfectly weighted cuts. Flirt examines the lost art of getting numbers 
and they do all this while mining, uh, while mining a Philly producer Ant Man Wonders catalog for source material. On everyday struggle, Royce lays out Prime's mindset. I'm about the youth movement, not not about uh, not about them against us, which is dope. That's what's up. That's what's up. Word up. All right, man. But yo, we're going to start off, man. Let's get right into it, man. With uh, Interlude 1, which I thought was really interesting for the fact that there were no other interludes, but they titled this Interlude 1. Yep. I mean, Interlude 1, 39 seconds book, man. You want to Is there anything you can go on? The P stands for Premier. The R stands for Royce to 5 9. Oh, you was I on mute the whole time? No, you weren't on mute the whole time. You just you just went on to mute. What you just hit the oh. button? I must have just hit the button. Like it must have just went out. But anyway, so um, I like the song. I listened to it, but I didn't write anything down for it because I was like, well, I, I was ready to get to the album actually. <laughs> I feel you. No, I feel you. For Royce, the black kids, or do you have anything to say about this? Uh, nah, like I said, straight to the point, man. Uh, I thought it was a, you know, perfect primer, just, you know, let, let him talk. You know what I mean? It's not like you're going to hear from DJ Premier a lot throughout the album. So, uh, let's get right into it, bro. So, that was DJ Premier on that. I thought it was. Who else would it be? Oh, you know what? I thought it was. Ant-Man Wonder. Yeah, I thought it was like a sample or Ant-Man Wonder. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. Bye, yo. But that takes us right into Black History, which, bruh, what I crazy man. Black History. That's all I wanted to listen to. That turned on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Black History is on steady repeat. As soon as I was born, I knew Black I was History due to gives me the, uh, I think the, the beat is dope as hell. The beat reminds me of uh, Buster Rhymes. Give me some more. Yes, absolutely. Real fun, like like crazy. And I like the flow in the first verse. It's almost more like the um, like spoken word. It is. It's, it's all spoken word. It's, it's, I love it. Yeah, he's not like rapping, rapping as much as he is just flowing. This is this is classic style uh, flow with you right here. Not yeah, you know what I mean. This is the flow assist right here. Uh, what, what you got on? Um, same thing, man. That first verse, you know, is great. Like that's all I really need on this song is that first verse. Second verse is great too, but that spoken word verse, man. That's 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 crack right there, man. <laughs> you know, I can listen to that all day long. How how he spit that? Um, it's a it's a good shout out to hip hop. You know, it's a good it's a good history lesson. It's a good you know it's a, it's a it's a great first song. I'm happy he didn't put this anywhere else. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it's a great. I mean, like he put this the only place he could put it. Because he would have put it at the end, I would have been like, I would have still liked it for what it was. But it, I don't think it would have hit as hard for me. But the first, like the first out the gate with that spoken word, he knew what he was doing, man. 
I like uh, what's the song? Before the beat flips, everything like it's going crazy. I love, I love that one line where it says, uh, they tried to get my quick, my authentic son, that's something he needs to be. Same kid who can look at it again and remember why I saw 88 keys, yeah. And it just goes to show, you know, like, it's about more than just hip hop, you know, it's just a whole omen into, you know, black society. Just medicate, just medicate. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I'll definitely feel you on that. Yeah, this uh, I don't know. This is this is this this uh, <clears throat> definitely definitely is one of one of his uh, one of his best songs. I probably listen to this one a bunch. This is another This is like, ugh, this is how you follow that up. That's crazy. Is sick. This hook is uh, my my, fa- my favorite word now. Spicy. This hook is real spicy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I've decided uh, I'm going back to uh, calling it the N word. I'm not using the N word. Okay. So uh, just make not using the N word anymore. I'm trying to evolve myself, evolve my dialogue just a little bit. And, uh, yeah, but anyway, uh, this is one of the hardest uh, N words that's out here right now, like over and over again. It's just hard. Yo, son, uh, say that. Well, well, you have to start over because I can't hear you at all. Something happened. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yes, but whatever you did, you might start over and say whatever you said again. But uh, now, nah, what I was saying, yo, one of the hardest is uh, what's it called? Probably what is probably one of my favorite tracks on this album. This joint, absolutely. Super- how how dope it is uh, it um the beat the beat is crazy the hook is just so spicy and i said i said i'm giving i'm uh i'm giving up the n-word so it, it, it's gonna be a little it's gonna be a little weird for me in the beginning but uh, i'm definitely i'm giving up the n-word you'll get there this song says it a lot <laughs> he does say it a lot so he says it a lot that's so it that's weird but Track is dope. Uh, what do you say? You still couldn't hold. Uh, you still couldn't hold the candle to my burning dick. Like, <laughs> dude is raw. He said, "My wife whipped like a nightstick. Life lit like a burning wick." I said, "Bro, come on." He said, "I'm Dr. Oz and Dr. Bombay. Ryan's a popular hombre. For those who, for those y'all who play ferocious, I'm like, I'm like Harambe." Well, when I heard that, I was like, oh, this dude, yo, yo, so Royce, so, I've been listening to Royce for a long time, and every time I listen to Royce, my wife never remembers his name, and she's always like, who is that guy you're listening to, right, I'm like, Royce the 5'9", Royce the who, Royce the 5'9", <laughs> I'm like, she's like, what kind of name is Royce the 5'9", his name is Royce, and he's 5'9", <laughs> so, Royce the 5'9", and so she can never... She can never uh, understand who this guy is. So every time I, uh, every time uh, she asks me who he is, I play this song. The song um, by him, um, "I Really Hate Your Pants." That's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> you never saw, never heard. I really hate your pants. Uh, no, I have not heard. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Can't wait to hear it. It's hilarious. 
do my Googles and I really hate your pants. I just really hate your pants. Really? Okay. Yep. Yeah. So that's a. Uh, is that doesn't mean I have to like your pants? Oh, that's by the way. That's an old song. I've listened to Royce for a long time. I have not been listening to Royce because I always thought he was a very overrated rapper. I didn't understand the hype behind him. But oh, really? Yeah, I never, I never, I didn't understand that. That's why I, one of the hard reasons why it was hard for me to listen to Prime One because I didn't understand the hype around it. And then when I listened mm. to Prime One, I was just like, eh, it was all right. It wasn't it wasn't like oh my god the way people talked about Prime One for it to get a, especially for it to, for them to do a Prime Two it's like people was really feeling it like that out here yeah it was good <laughs> it was good yeah I guess so for me it wasn't yeah well this one's good too so you know I mean? but we're gonna keep it uh let's record man let's keep it trucking man we're gonna move right into the next track which is Era featuring Dave East. So Dave East did his thing on this. I don't think want to start it off. Yeah, go ahead. I don't really like Dave East, but um, he actually showed me some some uh, damn personality, some uh, some get up and go on this one. You know what I'm saying? He was excited to do this. <laughs> you know, like I like that. I was I'm I'm, I'm very uh, I was very happy with him. Um, the song talking about people in the wrong era. Um, I don't think Dave East is in the wrong era. I think Royce the Five Nine is in the wrong era. But, <laughs> um, but you know, so I like the song. I get it. It makes perfect sense. And um, but Dave, but Dave East could be one of those people that's in the wrong era. He could definitely be because, um, of how he comes off his type of rap, his his style. He needs he like his style should have been. He should have been with the AZs of the world. You know what I'm saying? Like he should have been back there. <laughs> I can agree. That's kind of how I feel about Davey. So he could be in the wrong era too. But this day, but this day and age, he has J Cole. He has um he has a uh, Vic Mensa. He got you know Kendrick and all all the other cats that come that can really that can really fucking rap. So um yeah, I I, I like the song all the way and uh. Dave East is good on this one, so that's that's mine. I thought it was good on Dave East. That's definitely like I'm on animation. But Dave East, I think he crossed a little bit of the line. He says, "Go ahead." Outcast of my generation. Well, and he says, "I ain't never fit in." Like, dude, you look like what a typical MC in this generation looks like. I, get, I mean, what? He's from Harlem, right? So I kind of get it. No, like the cast that uh, the cast that you hear coming out of Harlem aren't doing what Davies is doing in this day and age. ASAP Rocky's not doing what what Davies is doing. I don't know. There's, I'm pretty sure there's another. I, there's, there's another Harlem rapper that I know um, that's young. That I can't think of his name right now, but whatever. You know, Cameron is doing what makes what uh, Davies is doing. Like not like he's a, he's he's probably one of the only ones that's doing what he's doing. And you know what's funny about Davies that I always think about? I'm like, how did Davies get on and your old Drew did get on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what the fuck. <laughs> you said what? 
Nobody leave on his own I'm got a race obsession. Hatred. I hope you know that's why I race my possessions. I treat my poor. You went totally out again, man. I said nobody believed that old Drew said wasn't Nas. Yeah, I feel you. It's like yeah, you know I mean, it, it got to the point where it's just like, nah, he he's basically a car copy. We can't have that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So uh, like I said, I think that that hurt more than anything so, for old Drew. But Dave, I said Dave. He's dope. He's a phenomenal storyteller. So it's like I never take that away from him. So it's a, just in this one, it's like him saying he was out. He was uh the out just past his generation. I couldn't particularly agree with that. Just uh, but worth the fuck on his verse was crazy. Uh, bitch, we not the uh worth the uh, bitch, we not the same thing. I come from a different come from a different world. Uh, I flip out from. I'll flip out your frame like the Wayne Wayne hits your girl, Bruh. <laughs> I like that. That's a that's 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 that's, that's a great line. Yeah, I mean, I just want to say uh, shout out to uh, Raven of Black Astronaut Podcast Network. It's a different world reference. Get your get your life together with that living single bullshit. Uh, uh, she'll get it when she listens to the show or or, or Aaron let her know. Oh, okay. So look, so check this out, right? <clears throat> check this out. So, so just to go with your um, your outcast thing, right? So, I I get what you're saying. So I wanted to go back to make sure I got that line. So he says, "Raspy, but I'm classy." Knocking Andre and Big Boy, outcast of my generation. I ain't never fit in. So I I think I think what he's trying to say here is that um. Nobody was no 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 like cats that he grew up with wasn't knocking Andre and Big Boy. They wasn't playing that. He was the only one doing it, or music like that. Uh, he, he he's still reaching. So. Because <laughs> I mean, to me, it's like, dude, you, you I know he's younger than me. Which means that he he should have an appreciation for Outkast and Big Boy and them. New York has always had to me it's like they've always had that appreciation for outcasting so it's like what's my fault what you talking cats was knocking your shit was it knocking your shit? Yeah. it was hating on that heavy i come from yeah. a that wouldn't understand that because what i know everybody loved outcast yeah what's your call man now nah, man let's keep let's keep moving man we're gonna move right into the next track man uh respect, respect my gun. motherfucking gun Rock Marciano on the feature, man. We got another nice little classic beat, man. Yo, this beat right here, I really wanted to hear Rick Ross on I can see that. I really like this. Is some old made that music style beat. Definitely like this is the beat that one of Rick Ross made that music. I think it was a dope change up from the last track. You know, it kind of mellowed it out. Uh, what he, what he, he said, uh, I scored well, but when, uh, yeah, I fucked up because he just said the block. Yeah, he tried to, he tried to rap right along with it. I scored well, but when you this fly, you either limit, you either limit the sky or unlimited fall. Like that, 
that is like the realest bar for me. Word. When you up high, you either, you either stay in the sky or you're going to fall forever. Yep. It's going to hurt. Like it's going to hurt. And immediately right after that, you ain't got to respect me, but you better respect my <laughs> I like God of the semi-automatic. Put your ass bet not call me no semi-god. <laughs> I love that, bro. Like, because, like, he's like, he's like, I'm God. I'm I. So, um, no disrespect to anybody who doesn't, um, you know, uh, well, who 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 calls God God, but doesn't call another man God. You know, like, cause you know, like, people get sensitive about stuff like that. I don't. You know, if you if you want to call yourself a God, if you want to say I'm God or I'm a God or whatever, do what you like. Um. So I, yeah. You said what? Yeah, you know, like you know, like like I I I grew up hearing a lot of Muslims say stuff like that. You know, they talk, they say hey God or they call it they call it I'm a God. You know, I I get I I get the whole idea of it. I I do get the whole idea and I, you know I respect it. Y'all do what y'all want. You know, I, but anyway, so that so that line that line um brought me back to those moments where I heard cats calling themselves God. You know, like saying that i'm a very powerful being don't 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 play me basically <laughs> you know what I'm saying? don't try to don't try to disrespect me and he says in the, in the chorus too so, and i like this yo ass bet not call me no semi-god i like that move right into the next one man yeah without warning featuring yellow wolf so Yellow Wolf is a uh, Yellow Wolf is so I heard of Yellow Wolf maybe I don't know ten years ago. It's been a while. It's been a while since I heard of Yellow Wolf, and I haven't heard a lot of them since. Like I hear him sparingly here and there. I haven't heard him like this. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> this is dope. <laughs> I, I've heard a lot of him, but I haven't heard him like this. At least I don't remember hearing him like this. So, yeah, like this is like bonafide. Like I always thought, yeah, way more like dirty country boy style rock. Yeah, yeah, basically. This, I'm like, oh, like this is the black. Dude. This is the white dude in the black group that everyone respects. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's really he he was really good. I listen to this Yellow Wolf verse and I say, I see why Eminem likes so much. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I really, really do. I think Yellow Wolf is super dope on this one. This is a uh, nice little, I think, uh, for me, scratching on the record is dope. Yeah. The, uh, the, 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 the hook is really good with, with Primo going in on it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then, uh, what's it called? Uh, the voice, uh, the voice says, uh, for, for black ties with white lips, Tyrone Biggum. I said, aww. Yeah. <laughs> Berry skulls all over the globe like Stegosaurus. Love it. Like, killing so many rappers that, you know, I'm scanning y'all all over the earth. Or, I've killed so many cats all over the earth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I like that. Um, never mess with niggas whose image is skinny, stretchy denim. Listen to I Really Hate Your Pants <laughs> from that line. 
Listen to that song, bro. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Listen to that. But my last thing for this for this track, man, is uh, I'm a classic. I get dressed to uh, I get dressed playing with women. Just because you know it's another it's another shout, man. The Outcast. Okay. Outcast is really, really, really influential to everybody, man. If y'all don't know, you need to you need to listen to them, man. Listen to Outcast. I think we did a um, we did a retro review on Stank Onion. Stank Onion, which I'm going to say is probably Outcast, uh, like one of the best albums their last. Yeah. Bonafide Outcast album. And uh, it was super dope, man. Go back and listen to that retro review for Outcast on Stank Onion. And listen to or- The Art of Organized Noise on Netflix. Go watch that. Please do. History of that's all I that's all I remember from this song. <laughs> <laughs> like like so <laughs> Yes, like so this is a good song. It's not a terrible song by no means. Oh, this is a rock. First of all, yeah. So first of all, this is a Neptune track, which if you know the Neptunes, this does not sound like the usual work. The Neptunes have a sound and they stick to it, but this is a this is different Neptunes to me. Like this is this is this is the check that Pharrell didn't work on, right? This is I thought it was Neptunes. Nope. Where the hell did I get Neptunes from on this? <laughs> Where the fuck did I get that from? I got that from somewhere. Nah, but I, I think uh, this track was dope. Basically, about I think it was more about staying grounded, not you know. You know I mean, like yo, I'm still me no matter where I go. You know I mean, like I could be in the, I could be in the dopest ass whip, but I'm still just gonna eat my sunflower seeds and spit the shell out the window. I think it's just about. I was doing that so much last week. I was doing that shit so much last week. Hey, th- this reminded me of uh, um, Rod Digger. All that blase blah, it ain't hit it. And it's from this point on, we straight spitting. Yeah, what? That 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 uh, that song like when she put the little spit little sample in there reminded me of that. But um, this is a good song. I like it. Um, remember his roots. Is this a? Uh, yeah, no, this, that's not a song with fake BJ the Chicago Kid. I'll, I'll talk about that one later. But but uh, this one, I definitely like I, the 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 spitting part. That's 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 all I remember about this song, man. Like, I can't remember anything about this song, but the beat and the spitting. But it's still good. Because I'm because the only reason why I remember it is because I was literally literally all last week. This was the song I was singing and I was doing the the hook the hook. I still just put the shot out the window. <laughs> I was doing that all last week. Like every day. All day. Like I have no idea how much I did that. 
Yeah, man. Because they, they, they're trying to put their hand in your pocket. Man. Yeah, you can't be around cats that's too desperate. You know what I'm saying? They always say uh, you got to watch watch the. Uh, I always told cat. I told a couple cats at work. You know what I mean? Because it was this one dude dead that everybody says, "Oh man, he seems." You know what I mean? Uh, he seems really, really hungry. Like he wants to work. He wants to do it. And I tell, I kept telling him, cats, like he's not hungry. He's greedy. It's a big difference. And and in the long story, I ended up having to. Uh, Having to chop him, but old boy wasn't working out. But old, old boy was just being greedy. Well, he was he wasn't hungry. He was just greedy. Yeah. I mean, and to, you know, I mean, this is this is to me that mantra. You know I mean, you got cats. They don't want to. They, they like you said. They don't want to be around you. They just want to be around what you can get them. Basically, yeah. they don't want to get to know you at all. They don't want to know what you're about. They don't want to. They don't want to. Um, they only ask about your family so that they can say, "Hey, I asked about your family." So, so they, want they want to check boxes, boxes man, man, so they can get, so they can get so they their thing. thing. That's, it. That's it. Yeah, word up, word up. All right, now we're going to go into the next track, man, Streets at Night. And uh, just, just, uh, I just want to ask you, give me some people uh, when it comes to me trying to uh, get my notes on. When it comes to me, like, read my notes when I handwrite them, it's just a reminder of how horrible it is. I write from a, that I can't even decipher my own writing sometimes. Because <laughs> I'm looking at my notes for this song, and I'm like, dude, I can't tell what I wrote. I write bad. Well, I type everything. Yeah, and that's usually what I do, because I know I write so bad. I stopped writing down my show notes and started typing. But anyway, this track right here, tracks like this are hip-hop 101. I love this record. Rappers act, uh, rappers act a hundred, smack them all with the stack of them. They softer than the socks that got the balls on the back of them. Yeah. I, well, I, that, I, I, was, uh, I was hoping you said that line. That's a great line. Because um, anytime you see... I've seen, I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but I've seen many of dudes in my day rock the socks with the balls on the back of them. And I'm always like, bruh, you couldn't find no different socks? <laughs> My whole thing is always, bruh, why are you wearing your socks? I, I don't understand. Like, I mean, you know, I don't mean no disrespect, but like, I don't understand how they, there's got to be other socks, man. I would just wear no socks if I could only find the socks with the ball on the back of them. But yeah, that's a great that's that's a great line. Sometimes they be sometimes they be all glittery and shit. Them balls, man. <laughs> I like um I like see I ain't with free smoke. That's what you got Drake for. I like that. That's one that's one that's one of my favorite ones. Don't come, don't come to me looking for the wrong thing. Know who you're coming to. For what? Yep. I mean, it is, uh, 
what's going on? What do you say? Uh, they come with come with this record. Everybody come up with a chick record, big record. Uh, either that or they come with a uh, diss record. I come from where they don't disrespect none of their successes. Oh, okay, you talk about that line. That's, that's the uh, that's the big. Talk from second verse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's real talk, man. Like a lot of these young it's not even like they don't know. Like I could deal with not knowing who came before you. What I can't do is some of the blatant disrespect a lot of yep. kids had. Like, oh, do you know such and such? I don't know them. Fuck them. It's like, bro, do you realize? And a lot of these cats, it's like, dude, your entire style is modeled off of some somebody. Yeah. It's like the label that you signed to signs you to be just like this person. Yeah. And you're exactly. saying fuck them. So I always so every time well when I listened to this the first person I thought about uh, was cannabis that was one of the rap battles that marked my hip hop life because like I said I knew who LL Cool J was I knew his history I knew his music and I went with I was foolishly I was like cannabis is way better on another level didn't didn't like realize like LL is LL, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way this young buck is beating LL. He's he just he does this in his sleep. Cannabis does it in his sleep too, but LL's been doing it for way long, and it's just it's it's too easy for him. And I didn't realize that until later. <laughs> I was like, damn, like foolish of me. <laughs> and that's what young cats do. They come in there, they try to uh, they think you know they they all big and bad. You know their friends tell them. Oh, go get him, Tiger. You know what I'm saying? Go change the world, man. And oh, they get in there. <laughs> they get in there and don't realize that, hey, like I, you got a lot to learn, man. There's people that's been doing this for years. And, yes, you might have more energy than the older folks. You might be more innovative and whatnot. But the the folks with all the experience, they have, they have it for a reason. They know how things need to get done and how to do stuff. And if you don't know those things, you can have all the talent in the world, fam. You can be the fastest person on earth. If you ain't if you ain't got better mechanics than Usain Bolt, fam, you you done. <laughs> well, Usain Bolt, that's a different example. That's a whole different breed. But I, but yeah. I, I feel you. I feel you definitely. Fucking with you. I feel you. I feel you. But uh, what's going on, man? Yo, let's keep it moving. Yo. We're gonna move right into the ne- next track, man. Rocket. And that's not rocket. It's rock it. Cause I think I said that fucked up. It's not the weird. But uh. Hold up. Uh, what's it called? Um, for me, it's a dope record. I would have much rather had it end after the first verse and be done. It wasn't great. It was dope, but it wasn't great. I don't really. I don't. I'm not really liking this. It's not my favorite one. Okay. All right. So we both in agreement. Pretty much. Like, if I had. Yep. I can let it play, or I can skip it. That Bryson Tiller line is the one. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my ratchet blows is trapping souls like Bryson Tiller. That's cool. Oh, he had a couple. Of, he had a couple of things. Like I actually, I actually wrote some things down. I like uh now first dipset split up, then Elliot Banks leave Twitter. Now you niggas got up. Now now you niggas hating on nickel. I like that because Elliot Banks is annoying as fuck. 
Twitter. I'm happy she's off Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand. Yeah. So yeah, um, I I just been a stand. I just been the same stand up nigga since day one. Came in this game. And I just come to say that I'm I'm gonna stay till I'm crippled. So I like that stand up crippled, pretty dope uh wordplay right there. So yeah, he got so he got he got some stuff in there. But like I said, this was one of my least favorites. Uh, I'm I'm a combination of Kane, G Rap, Reggie Noble, James. Don't sleep on Redman. Industry respects the fuck out of Redman. I just want to keep saying that people understand. Redman, he's from Jersey, so I gotta make sure. Jersey, stand up. Stand up. But don't sleep on Redman. Give him his respect. That's tough. Red, but you know more. You see, Royce Five Nine did it. Eminem did it. Favorite rapper, favorite rapper likes Redman. Yes. No, please, please. gonna move right into the best track on album. On the album, basically. Track ten with loved ones. This shit goes right here. Rhapsody, hottest verse twenty weeks so far. Bruh. <laughs> She's so good, man. When I tell you, I don't even care about Royce's verse. <laughs> Royce did Royce so Royce set the scene about cheating and everything. He set it up so she could just knock it down, basically. Like he set it up with cheating and what he was doing. And when she when she gets to her part, she tells her side of the story, man. Uh <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, say, 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 say the line so we can get over with. Now go, no, go ahead. Do, uh, give it to I, I, I owe you nothing. Fuck your vows. I was a down ass chick. You let me down. Said your word and your balls is all as you had. I learned your word and your balls wasn't always round. <laughs> Said it so, so confident, slick like she. I was like, oh, she's so good, man. Oh, my God, dude, man. Word is your bomb, but you lie to me how. Oh, my God. Uh, I hate to use the word, but I'm going to do it, man. Niggas out here uh, loyal to the wrong ones. It's like, bruh, like, bruh. She got so much She's so good. She's so good. She knows how to put this stuff. Like, like, bruh. Rhapsody, Rhapsody, much more Like that right now for me, Rhapsody has the hottest features. She took out Cardi B, that finesse remix. Rhapsody's I don't know, man. I don't know, man. This is too on. I don't know, man. Like, I love Rhapsody, man, but that Cardi B thing, man. Like Cardi B, Cardi B, if, if Rhapsody is one A, Cardi B is is like one B. Like Cardi B is gonna win Hip Hop Feature of the Year. There's nobody, bruh, that's gonna be able to top that. First of all, it's one of the best songs already, right? It's one of the one of the best songs I've heard, you know, in a while. And then she just made it. And, and you know, how do you make it better? How do, you, how do you do that? And she a rookie. 
You know what I'm saying? She's young in the game. We got my calling. Uh, and I think this yeah. is another track for just I was told by God straight spitting. You know, raw, uh, nice beat. Uh, I like when he says, uh, my pants cost a thousand. They made by the signers with names I don't forgot because I can't even not. And I want to do, we want to do an episode of hip hop. In fashion, real soon. I'm talking with some people that that's into the That's gonna be interesting. Because, but that to me, that's the big deal. Like one of the deals, like that old stood out to me when it came to like fashion, and like he brought it up. I remember, I remember, there was a point with uh, like women's fashion where you could like a woman could wear almost anything as long as it looked good on it. Yeah. But a man had to, you basically had to be able to see the visible brand. Yeah. Now I think that um, I think that paradigm has now shifted, or not, let me not say shifted, but it's become a little deeper. Now I think women just look for dudes to just look good. It don't matter what brands they got with as much as Or, I mean, like a dude that can look super fly with shit all from Target, it's gonna pull the same bad bitches that the dude that's got on, to me, that's got on a Gucci suit. I mean, a Gucci outfit. That's why I don't understand the Balenciagas. And what you just said. Why are cats spending $1,800 on these literally Target looking shoes? I remember when Ann One just put out sneakers like that and, look, and you got clowned for shit like that. Yeah. And now cats spend $800 on them. But anyway, this is um for me for me uh this song I like the beat and the chorus but that's about it all I like in this song. This wasn't one of my favorites. We got Made Men featuring Big Crit and uh, what is it? Denon Porter. You gotta do it again, man. You out. Or I can't hear you, at least. You hear me? Now I can. Nah, I said we got uh, Made Men. Uh, I think he's, uh, this is a dope vibe out record. Uh, I would love to have heard, let's say, Jaheen or DJ to Chicago. Oh my god, bruh. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna I mean, Big came through with a silent verse, but uh, it was too short for me. But uh, what's it called? Um, I said it was a real vibing, this is a real vibing record. I, but I just, I, I, this hook, this track could have been way bigger with the right R&B sound on it. And I think Shaheen and BJ Chicago Kid on the hook would have, like, annihilated it. 
But this is the reason why you don't have six um, J. Coles. You know what I'm saying? This is why you don't have fake BJ the Chicago kid. Because you need BJ the damn Chicago kid, right? Like, this this dude, whoever this dude is, I forgot his name. Um, let me look it up. Yeah. Alright, so. He's like a mix between this dude named Gordon Banks. I don't know if you've ever heard of Gordon Banks. Uh, BJ the Chicago, he's a, Gordon Banks, he's the R&B scene. He kind of sounds like the guy on the, on the uh, record. With like the high voice, Raheem Devine, BJ the Chicago Kid, all in one, mixed with a little bit of Jaheem, right? That's that's kind of how what I get from this this guy that's on it. And I'm like, just get BJ the Chicago Kid, fam. And this song would have been crazy because BJ, like, this is another example of, bruh. There's hook guys out there, get them. Cardi B, Cardi B, get your hook people. Get, get, you know, holla at Ty Dolla Sign, pay the money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do it, bro. Cause like it makes so much. It makes all of the difference. I've heard two examples this weekend of it making all of the difference. This is one of them, and Cardi B is the other one. And it's like, damn, like just just get the motherfuckers that do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't don't do. It's okay to not do everything yourself. Yeah, it's okay. A big crit, but but crit, but big crit's cool, uh, versus cool as fuck. He's so cool, man. On this track, man, he's literally reminiscing about where it came from. He said, "My bucket list was living good." That's really simple, man. Like, my bucket list was living good. That's all I wanted to do the whole time was live good. I don't came from such a low point in my life where we didn't have much. Where all I wanted to do was live good. You know, that to me that that's really pure, that's really genuine. You know, I, I like stuff like that. We're gonna keep it moving, man. We're gonna skip over track number thirteen because it's just skip forty-four seconds about relationships and preparation of track number fourteen, which is flirt featuring two chains. And when I say this track is hilarious, I think it's dope. I think yep. it's a nice funny track. Super fat all through this joint. Everything works to five nine seven. It. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The fail, the horrible failing that most women do trying to flirt. They just have no clue how to do it. Like, I think that's real talk. And then, uh, just get to go to MVP two chains, man. That's my MVP. I do it for hip hop all day. Two chains MVP. Uh, when he said he, he finishes off his verse right again, he said, and if I knew your dude was crazy, I wouldn't have let me smash, bruh. <laughs> I thought that shit was funny. Nah, 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 nah. I wouldn't have did that shit if I knew you do crazy. Or you yeah. shouldn't have let me. Or you should even let me, cause you like you you even crazier. <laughs> let me. You knew he was crazy. <laughs> what you got? What you got on this record? Well, first of all, Two Chains kills this. Like straight up and down, Two Chain has the best verse on this song. Sorry, Royce. Yeah. Um. So I think this song is pretty original. I think this is a very original song from a guy's perspective. I haven't heard a song like this telling everybody how these fine ass women are extremely ineffective at getting at flirting with a man. They're they're fast getting what they want, but as far as getting there, they don't know how to do it, which is 
Yeah, like they're very, they're very reactionary. Yeah, they're very reactionary to everything. Like men are coming at them, and they are able to say yes or no. But for them going the other way, they find they've they've been through the game a million times. They just don't. They're not on the end of actually doing the work. So. You know, being proactive with it, they're very reactionary. So, to me, to me, I like I like this song because it's really original to me. Like now, now y'all have heard this before. Let me know. But um, to me, I, I think this is the first time I heard it, so I like it. Yes. And Royce is Royce is all about the fun. Yeah, he seems like a very. Like, I, I definitely, I definitely got to go back in and listen to more of his records. And more. I hate your pants. That's a, one of the funnest songs. <laughs> Just listen to that. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's keep it moving, man. Yo, we gonna move into uh, "Everyday Struggle" featuring Chavis Chandler. <clears throat> when I tell you, man, I love, I love these kind of beats, real, because I think they're real hip hop, real hip hop. Boom bat style beat. Uh, voice basically just overview on the whole game. I mean, I love bringing the gap in hip hop and how uh, all the way to how popularity is actually decided. Uh, like I said, he just covers everything. I love it. Like I, said, I really think he's dope. He talks about uh, the whole Fat Joe and uh, not Fat Joe. Damn, I'm saying all the way. Joe Budden and Yachty shit. Like he just, he just goes in. I, I think it's a dope Word. I would have liked to hear Rick Ross on. You're standing for Rick Ross on this I'm a, show. I'm a feature heavy dude. Yo, these are the type of beats that Rick Ross, I think, shines on. He does. Yeah, I mean, these are really what he shines on. He does. But go, go ahead on this. Uh, go ahead on this. Um, I like the message in this one, man. It makes me, it thinks about something that I can really relate to. And that's telling old heads to leave these young boys to fuck alone. Like, I'm always in a conversation with somebody that's like, you know, standing for 90s hip-hop. And I understand, 90s hip-hop was great. I grew up on 90s hip-hop, so I really understand that. But let's it like, everybody's always like, like, if you hear a new rapper, you're automatically like, nah, fuck with these little motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, like no, stop. Like, like let these young boys find their way. There was, I guarantee you there was one time where the cast listened to Grandmaster Flash was like, Jay-Z, he's terrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm pretty sure somebody said that from that era. So let the, let, let, let the young boys do their thing and, um, you know, let, let them shine, let them figure, let them, let them find their way, you know? Um, we, 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 we don't grow as a community if we all stay the same. And, and unfortunately, we all just can't, we can't have all 90s rap. I would love it, but, you know, that that's 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 no good. If we had all nineties rap, man, we would never have Lil John, bro. You know what I'm saying? We would we would never have like a bunch of cats. You want to realize that? <laughs> like, there's a bunch of cats out there that are really important for hip hop that we would never have because we always looking for straight nineties rap. You know, me 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 Migos. I don't really like Migos, but they're important for the game as well. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. <laughs> say yeah, you. You understand, cat. You you can appreciate cat's necessities. Yeah, and that that's for exactly. younger people to understand too. Is that you got to appreciate the necessity of some of these cats. Yeah. What I what older what I older cats to understand like like I said they're gonna come. So just deal with it. Yep. And one thing they say in the song, man, that really hits home for me, and it drives the whole like, point home. It says instead of wanting to change. 
everything about me. How come you can't just be the change that you want to see? So if you want this specific thing in hip hop, you do it. Right. And then it says you can question whatever, but won't never question my hustle. Like you don't like and these young cats, Migos, Yachty, Uzi Vert, you know, Ugly God, even even uh even uh six nine Takashi six nine, even all they all work hard. I don't question any they wouldn't be here if they didn't work hard. Right? Unfortunately, there's a bunch of copycats. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of J. Cole lights. You know what I'm saying? Takashi's uh Lojan part two. Right? But um like you know, they they work hard. They, these cats these cats have busted their ass to get where they're at. So I don't question that. So if they bust their ass to get where they at, let them do their thing. You got to because you ain't bust your ass. So you gotta let them do it. Yeah, word up, word up, word up, word up. Nah, dope, super dope record, man. But yo, let's keep it moving. I'm gonna move right into uh, do your thing. We're on the next to last track. Do your thing, track number sixteen. Book, uh, book man, you wanna start us off? Oh, this is real quick, man. Just the beat for me, man. That's okay. it. Just the beat. <laughs> this beat? Yep. Super laid back. Yep. This is the beat that should have been on, like, school dates. Like, this is one oh, I This is wake up on school. When he's walking in that field, about to go yeah. ring the door, go ring the bell with the hammer or whatever it is, the bat. This is the beat yep. that's playing before he starts screaming. Wake, wake up. <laughs> this is it right here. Yeah. Definitely it's a come-up story of... Standing the test of time like the Eden, uh, like the Eden Power of Pisa. I thought that was a dope bar. Because honestly, it's like, dude, I forgot about the Eden Power of Pisa until he said it. <laughs> I really, I'm like, oh shit, that shit's still standing? Like, damn. Yeah, yeah. Like, that shit ain't going nowhere. And, uh, like the super dope. I said this is definitely like a laid back smoke record type of thing. And uh, you know me, I'm 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 a I'm a, I'm a, I'm a feature whore. So there's Snoop on this man. I want to hear like like damn man, you did that thing. I feel I want to hear that shit. Like just let him talk. I want to hear that talk for like four minutes on the end of this song. That would be dope. Hell yeah. I think I think that would add a lot to this record. Yeah, definitely. I I mean, no, this record. I mean, I'm surprised we don't we don't have a Kendrick Lamar feature on any of these songs. I'm kind of glad. Like, no, I'm not happy. I'm not glad because loved ones, well, loved ones. Just imagine loved ones with Kendrick Lamar. That'd, that'd be that'd be amazing. I'll love it. I would love it. Kendrick could play the peacemaker, man. He could play the peacemaker in Love Ones, man. Between Royce and Rapid. I love it. Kendrick, stay seated. You did your thing on Black Panther. Now sit down. Oh, you don't want to hear too much? You don't want to saturate it? Kendrick is not that type of artist. I feel you. He can't be everywhere all at once. That's it. That's it. That's all you got for this this record. That's all. I, that, I, I, like I said, I don't like this one. This is this is one I'm like, nope. Like not even kind of like it. I'm straight. Beat is amazing though. But that's it for you. Yeah, it literally is. 
I listened, I listened to this song four times in a row. And I was like, nope, nope. Every, every time I was like, nope, still can't do it. Oh, well. Yep, try real hard too. Let's, uh, let's, well, let's, move to next, let's move to the next record, which is actually how I feel about this record. Whoa, really? I'm not a fan. I think you know. Oh, oh man, gotta love it. It's all right. I love CeeLo Green. Gotta love CeeLo. What he gives to this record. Other than that, I will say I would love to hear this record live. Okay. Like, give me this record with a live band, a real orchestra. I would probably love this record. Word. Yeah, I mean, but uh, other than, other than that, I was just like, eh, okay. Other than so, part, I was just like, eh. So, Celo's one of them artists that um has. Does he do wax stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's one of those artists that I always ask, like, when is the last time you heard something whack from? This artist or that artist, CeeLo Green to me fits in that category because he seems to he seems to always bless the track in a good way. I don't know. Well, when you have a style like CeeLo Green style, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to be bad, right? Because you're the only one. You got so ready because just based off his style, they're looking for him to fail. Yeah. So it's like you gotta be dope because they're looking for you to be whack. They're looking for a reason to talk shit. Same thing with Dre 3000, I think. Like, they're looking for a reason to talk shit. They're looking for Erica Badu. Not for you, go. Erica Badu. They're yeah. Looking for, yeah. Like, they're looking for any reason they can. And yep. You just can't give it to them. Yeah. And he's, and like, he's the only one that does what he does. He's literally a one of one. There's nobody out there that does what he does. That's the only thing. Y'all ain't going out and listen to the Lady Killer? Yeah. That is an amazing album of uh, eclectic, I think, jazz and funk. With a little bit of R&B. Yeah. Jazz and funk. I call it junk music. I like that. For this record, like I said, I just wasn't really... I like I like how he's setting the record straight on his album. I mean on this on his record. I like how he's like, you know, purging all of his demons or, you know, talking about all the things he's been through. Basically uh, uh signing off for this album with no regrets. I I, I like that. Yeah. So that's all I have on it though. I mean CeeLo is, you know, if there's ever if there, if he's ever on any track it's always like yep i'm listening to that one first or i can't wait until i get to that one that's kind of how i feel every time i hear see his name ain't no it's gonna be some shit you know it ain't you know it ain't gonna be like some regular shit you know it's gonna be like some whole other shit <laughs> yeah because he, he he just he just can't sing a regular he can't he just can't sing a regular hook like he gotta do it extra Yo, that's worth the five nine. DJ Premier will find two the second album that they've dropped together. Um, like I said, I think you said it before. I said it before. I love the fact that artists are going back to using one producer, one DJ type of thing. 
I, mean, I really, yeah. I really like that uh, this whole mantra because I think I think what they're able to create with it is a little more meaningful. Yeah, I agree. Especially with certain MCs that tell a little more of a story, where they might need three or four tracks to tell a story. Yeah. And you want to keep that same vibe through producers. You don't want to have three or four tracks with three or four different producers trying to tell one story. Yep. You can kind of keep it all together. Yeah, man. But uh, I, I like I, I like this move back towards the uh, single producer for a whole, uh, for a whole album. This is super dope. Um, other than that, man, uh, a couple skip <coughs>
rocking them and socking them like the robots. I fuck with, I fuck with like the robots. You got to yeah. you got to say the whole thing. <laughs> rocking them and socking them like the robots. I got to say the whole thing. Like a <laughs> pimp named Slipback or Child yep. Park Quest in the I Do It for Hip Hop podcast. You got to say that. Got to say it. Please say the baby. Please say. It. <laughs> Yo, I've been seeing pictures. Are they good or are they, they not? No. So Birdman. Birdman had, had a uh, a, a listening party a for a soundtrack. soundtrack. Uh, what's the name oh, of the soundtrack? soundtrack. Uh, before, uh, anything. before anything. That's the name of his soundtrack. He had a release party, and Little Wayne was Little Wayne was there. Don't know what that's about. About. But, but he was there. Was there. Ain't that the Cash Money documentary? So Little Wayne's going to probably be a part of the documentary. So okay, so okay. that's why that's he was why there. He was there. Yeah, he was there, he was there because he's getting paid. Well, post hopefully he's getting paid this hopefully. time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's so why he was there. So it wasn't for Birdman. Birdman. It, was it was for something, something that he's something actually, he's a, part actually a part of. Okay, yeah, it's part of his part of his project too. Yeah, and, so yeah. that makes. Sense. Of records and stuff like that. He's saying Young Money again too, so I don't know what's going on. Because you figure if Wayne leaves, Young Money's not going anywhere. Young Money is owned by Birdman. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're staying. Yeah, I mean, so it's like he's but he's shouting out Young Money again on shit. So it's like, well, maybe they are good. I wouldn't give up Young Money either, bro. You talking about you got Nicki Minaj and Drake and Drake, bro, bro. Nobody has that. Nobody <laughs> has Nicki Minaj Nobody has You know, like they are probably, if not, if Drake, Drake is Drake's probably the, best, the the top artist out there, like overall. And as far as females is concerned, Cardi B needs to bring her ass. So <laughs> that's really all. That's really all it need. That's really all it comes to Nicki. Nicki's on top because ain't nobody there, but Cardi B's coming. Do you think Rhapsody could ever get to that point? Um, if people Lauren cared about bars, absolutely. But Hill people don't. You talking about the? You talking about the? You talking about the nineties though, fam? You talking, talking about the nineties when people cared about bars and we wanted bars. bars. Nowadays, Nowadays bro, we don't, we don't want bars, bars at all. Take medium bars, if the sex appeal is there. We will take medium bars. We'll take no bars, damn it! I mean, <laughs> we'll take nothing. As long as you look good and you sound good. Man, we will take... Well, i tell you like this. I don't know if we'll take no bars from a female, but we will take no bars from Migos, Young, Little Yachty, all of them. We'll take no bars from all of them. I give you that. So, that, and, and, that's, and that's another fucked up part about hip-hop. So, um... So, yeah, I... I but, no, 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 nobody, nobody has, has what has Young Money has. So, if I was Birdman, I wouldn't get him up either, man. Like that's that's a gold mine right there. Yeah, word up. But all right, man. But yo, that's the show tonight, man. Like I said, man, Happy Easter! It's Easter Sunday. We gonna get the show out to you. What's it call it, man? Yo, man, there's a bunch of like I said, a bunch of different ways you can hit us up. You could go on to the uh, the Instagram page. I do it for I do it for hip hop underscore podcast on instagram you can find us on facebook with the i do it for hip-hop podcast facebook page you can um hit me up or hit us up via email my bad via email i do it for hip-hop one at yahoo.com you can leave comments on the soundcloud and on itunes we on soundcloud and we on itunes 
You know what I mean? So if you want to listen to the show, those is the ways to do it. Hit us up on the email, I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. If you want your music to get reviewed, you can go hit us up with an email. And in the subject line, put music review request. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Hit us up on IG with those music review requests to the, uh, you know, hit us up to the uh, the DMs, man. We'll, we'll check them out. We'll check out your material. Uh, there's this one cat out there right now. I think it was his name, Dells Every Day. Yeah, he's putting a new song out every day. Every day. Dude, if he is successful in doing that, even if they're whack records, and I've listened to a couple of them. I listened to about about 15 of the records that he's put yeah. And yeah, it's a couple good ones. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty dope. They're not, I don't think he's put out. He got terrible trash. Yeah, but then he's got and then he's got some tracks that I really like. If he's successful in doing this, bruh, ultimate uh, dedication, yeah. hard work. All I mean, because I, I, I mean, a song every day. Literally, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's <laughs> a whole another level of grind. He just yeah. he's on day ninety one today with uh with a track called Almost to 100. So, I mean, uh, what's it called? Delhi Every Day. You can, that's how you can find him on Instagram, Delhi Every Day. Keep track of this cat. Uh, we definitely, I know I definitely am because I want to see, you know I mean, if he, I want to see if he can do this shit. If he can give me a fresh one every day, bruh. Bruh. Yep. That, that's, that's a whole new level of talent. But like, yeah. that's the way that you can hit us up through Instagram. Uh, like I said, we talking about somebody I see we seen on Instagram. So we out here, we watching, we see what's going on. You know what I mean? You can find us. Like I said, find us on Instagram. Find us on uh, through our email. I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. You can find us on the Facebook page. You can find me directly, man. Every once in a while, I'm on Twitter if I'm not doing a. Post to the Instagram and to the Facebook page. You can find me on Twitter, Great Pharaoh Gr Number Eight Underscore P H A R A O H on Twitter. Boog man, why don't you tell them where they can find you at, bro? Yo, I'm not gonna fuck it up this time. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Mister Can I Live? It's M R C A N I L I V E. I did it. He got it. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. Right. So, uh, what's up, man? That's the show, man. Always remember, yo, if radio is where hip-hop lives, then always remember the idea for hip-hop podcast is going to go wherever hip-hop is. I am Great Pharaoh, and I do it for hip-hop. Yo, I'm Boog, and I do it for hip-hop. Concept. 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 Concept.